My younger sister suggested that I write, My mission in life is to learn how to say, Hey, sailor, want to get lucky? In every living language. But we lived in Utah, and I feared this would not be well received. So instead, I tossed out a random thought. My mission in life is to help people bridge the gaps that separate them from their true selves, from one another, and from their destiny. Today, approximately 400 years later, I don't think I'd change that description. Our right lives ride in our cells, in our DNA, and they pop up to speak to us in idle moments when we think we're just shooting the breeze. Martha's Adventures in Life Design A year after filling out that scholarship application, I took a big old detour from the clear self-perception of innocent adolescence. I went off to Harvard and got sucked into the culture of the Ivy League, unofficial motto, if you aren't incredibly smart, just kill yourself. I stuck around Harvard long enough to earn three degrees, a bachelor's in East Asian languages and civilizations, and my master's and Ph.D. in sociology. I spent time in Asia, learning some Chinese and Japanese, and absorbing a philosophical tradition that would profoundly influence all my future thinking. I also got married and had myself three rugrats, demonstrating the sound life-planning skills of a meth addict who goes bungee jumping without a cord. My middle child, Adam, was diagnosed with Down syndrome two months before he was born. This forced me to face a few little questions like, what makes a human life worth living? And what is the reason for our existence? And how do you use American Sign Language to tell a baby, I'm changing your diaper, while simultaneously changing the diaper? In other words, real life invaded my ivory tower education and smacked me around hard, until I had to admit my own total ignorance about everything that really matters. And this, as Plato says, is the beginning of wisdom. Not wisdom, I don't claim that, but it's beginning. After that, I steered my whole education toward understanding how to build a life that would be worth living. I worked on a 20-year study of career patterns at Harvard Business School, wrote a dissertation on role conflict among working women, and spent hundreds of hours doing interviews in which I asked people to describe their lives. My researcher status was really just a duck blind I used to coax the truth into the open. What I really wanted were ideas about how to cope, how to be happy, how to find and fulfill my own purpose. I also did a lot of teaching in a weird variety of subjects social psychology, Caribbean culture, studio art. Eventually, I found myself teaching at the American Graduate School of International Management, which goes by the nickname Thunderbird. My T-Bird students weren't like the MBAs I'd known at Harvard. They wanted adventures, not just money. They wanted to matter. Some of them asked me to talk to them about their lives outside of class, and they offered to pay me for it. Oh, what the hell, I thought. Beats working. And so I began teaching what I'd learned from all those endless hours of thinking, hurting, reading, hoping, interviewing, longing, teaching, and gradually discovering how humans can follow their bliss.
I'd begun life coaching, though I wouldn't call it that, until I read an article in USA Today that called me, quote, the best-known life coach in the country, end quote. I was thrilled to learn that there was a name for what I do. I felt stunned with gratitude to be doing it. I still feel that way. How to use this audiobook. So as you listen to this book, I want to be your life coach. I'll tell you everything I've learned about finding and fulfilling your destiny in the briefest, simplest possible way. An ancient Chinese text says, the way to simplicity lies through complexity. I've learned that fulfilling your best destiny is a startlingly simple process, but that doesn't mean it's easy. You may have to go through some complex thoughts and experiences in order to absorb and utilize...